On this episode of the Too Many Books podcast, we review Love Does by Bob Goff. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Too Many Books, the show where we review books for Christian living and ministry and tell you which ones to move to the top of your list or ignore altogether. I'm one of your hosts, Jack Dodgen, joined by fellow preacher Jack Wilkie. Jack, how are you doing? Doing great. Doing great. You have a good Thanksgiving? I did. It was really good. Uh, lots of food. Uh, lots of pie specifically. My wife made one that was a new venture for her. I think you recommended it. The uh, Oh, yes. The, uh, the peanut butter one. Pie. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Josh and I pretty well ate all of it. So uh, yep. it was great. At least you had a sidekick to justify it, because I ate the whole thing by myself last time we made it. So, <laughs> yeah, just use a just use smaller pie pans. That's the there that's go. the trick. <laughs> Makes you feel less bad. There you go. All right. Well, today we're reviewing the book "Love Does" by Bob Goff, a book that uh, I know you and I both uh, received it with a lot of fanfare. A lot of people loved it, thought it was great, uh, and we'll see what you think of it here on this episode. But before we get into all of that, uh, what's this book about? As a college student, Bob spent 16 days in the Pacific Ocean with five guys and a crate of canned meat. As a father, he took his kids on a world tour to eat ice cream with heads of state. He made friends in Uganda, and they liked him so much he became the Ugandan consul. He pursued his wife for three years before she agreed to date him. His grades weren't good enough to get into law school, so he sat on a bench outside the dean's office for seven days until they finally let him enroll. Bob Goff has become something of a legend, and his friends consider him the world's best-kept secret. Those same friends have long insisted he write a book. What follows are paradigm shifts, musings, and stories from one of the world's most delightfully engaging and winsome people. What fuels his impact? Love. But not it's not the kind of love that stops at thoughts and feelings. Bob's love takes action. Bob believes love does. Probably the most interesting... Uh jacket description we've ever had read for us. Mm-hmm. We'll see how the review goes. All right, uh, Jack, what drew you to reading Love Does? Just the reviews, you know, it was a New York Times bestseller. I had seen so many people say this was a great book. It was a, a book that was so needed in this time where there's so much hatred and negativity and just... You know, the idea of love extending out and sharing God's love with the world, I thought, well, that's a positive thing. It was rated so highly, I kind of kept it on my Kindle watch list for a while, and you know, when it came on a discounted day, I, I snatched it up and started reading it immediately. Oh, there it was. It was the money thing. That's what... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, that's, you know, you save a dollar here and there. If when you can get a, a highly rated book for three or four bucks. I mean, the Too Many Books podcast, that's where we get ourselves in trouble. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but like you said, New York Times bestseller. Uh, I heard about it. He came to speak, I think, at OC here not that long ago, and everybody was like, you got to go hear him. He's so great. He's got a lot of stuff to say. And so uh, reading through his book, uh, let's start with some things that you liked about this book. I think, like I said, the... The positivity uh, is something that's needed in this day and age. The idea of love and love doing, as the jacket description mm-hmm. said, extending beyond thoughts and words. And, you know, that's a, a concept that's very biblical that, you know, love not in word or deed or not in in tongue or thought, but in deed and action. I wasn't or, much I'm up there either. Sorry, I, couldn't, I couldn't think yeah, of Yeah, First John 4 or 3. I can't it's even remember the, the chapter the whole right thing. Anyway, so it's... It, <laughs> 
Right. It's a biblical yeah. concept. Uh, and, and so there was that positivity, the idea of loving difficult people, the idea of giving each other grace in our lives. Um, there were a lot of concepts that were true that, that maybe need to be expressed in this day and age. And I, I thought they were of value. All right. Uh, any other things you liked about the book? You know, all those adventures that he talked about or that the, the back cover talked about, uh, you know, they make for a page turner. You know, you, you the guy has lived a crazy life, and so it makes for an interesting read. I'll give him that. It doesn't sound like you liked a lot about this book. <laughs> <laughs> I'm searching here. I'm, I, I don't want this to be the, the five-second no, segment, right. I mean, but yeah, you this, can... These are our reviews of the books, and it's, and it's interesting with as much... Uh, uh, accolade that we received this this book with that uh, people told us about this book and being a New York Times bestseller and all those things uh, that when you opened it up and we talked a little bit before this um, you just weren't all that happy with it when you finished the book you're just really disappointed yeah yeah um, tell us why what did you dislike yeah well, I, I got un, uh, probably halfway or th- two-thirds of the way through the book, and I tweeted, I know a lot of people like this book. I know it sold a lot of copies, but unless something changes, I really don't like it, and nothing really changed. Bob Goff is very close friends with Donald Miller, another big-selling mm-hmm. author, Blue Like Jazz, books like that. Um, and there's something I really don't like about both of them is their use of God. Um they it's it's kind of like vaguely christian music where there are references where you can go oh yeah that's about god but they want it to be accessible to everybody so they water down the god parts and don't shove it on everybody sure. and it it really makes for a concept of god of he's on your side here he's here rooting for you he's here to carry you through and whatever you want to do god's going to be there for you well i believe god supports us god comforts us god does all kinds of things for us in our lives but it's not God joining us on our journey. We give our lives to him and go on his journey and he's there right. with us. And these books in trying to make God accessible, I think it cheapens him really, really badly. Uh, and I, you see this concept of God that, you know, the fancy term being the moralistic therapeutic deism, basically that mm-hmm. God is there for you when you need him, but he's not pushing concepts on you. He's not, you know, pushing these difficult morals. He's not expecting that much for you. He's just there to guide you through. And that concept came through over and over in the book. In fact, at one point in the book, uh, he said, what's up with equating Bible study with knowing God anyway? Uh, And so there was a very anti-intellectual, anti, and he says he doesn't go to Bible study at church because you know, there's no value in that, and, and he doesn't seem he doesn't see there that he gets anything out of that, and so I mean that's the view of God that he brings into this uh, that I really had trouble with. Another one was, as you could kind of tell from the book cover, I can't even call it a humble brag. Sure. The whole book is him bragging about nice things he's done for other people, and as one of the reviewers on Goodreads said, it should have been called "Love Does." Uh, parentheses and money helps too. Right. He's obviously somebody who's very well off, but you know he tells that story about his kids wrote letters to ambassadors and heads of state from around the, the world and started getting responses. And so he took off of work and started flying his kids around the world to see all these ambassadors. And he uses that to make the point of you know love doesn't ask questions as to whether or not we should or you know anything else. Love just does. 
okay, but you spent more on that trip than the average American makes in 10 years. Yeah. That's great that you were able to do that, but to equate that with being loving? Uh, and so much of, of his concept of love in the book was things like that. And then the other thing, the the third of the three, so the the money thing, the, the view of God, the third is he uses the word whimsy a lot, that <laughs> life should be full of whimsy. There's a place for whimsy. Love does bring this sense of whimsy. On the other hand, that's one personality style, and God gave us all different personality styles for a reason. Yeah. Whimsy brings a lightness to life that we need, but we also need serious people. We also need, you know, and the serious people need the whimsical people to balance them, but the whimsical people need the serious people to keep them grounded. Mm -hmm. And he very much pitched it as if you're not whimsical like him, then you're just not loving. And, and, you know, we just, we just need to love. I remember one time a church I was at was having this big conflict. There were multiple meetings over trying to dispute, to, to solve, to solve a dispute that was going on. And, you know, each side was presenting their case, and somebody, one of the older members walked in and just said, well, we all just need to get along and love each other. That's true, that's right, that's great, but that didn't solve anything. Right. You know, or the, uh, another major ministerial figure tweeted recently of, you know, there's a lot of controversial issues in, in the church today. We need to just come down on the side of love. But as somebody accurately pointed out, both sides think they are the side of love. Right. And so being generic like this and trying to gloss over more serious discussions by whimsy, you know, yeah, bring whimsy to those discussions, but you still got to get serious at some point. And I felt this book really cut that part out of Christianity. And so the low view of God, uh, that was really hard to stomach. You know, the bragging and the money and all that, you know, just made the book not very accessible, not relatable, not something you could take and apply in your own life. And then third, forcing one personality style and glossing over life's more serious issues, almost in an ignorance is bliss sense, I don't think is very practical. Uh, you know, I, I, again, I'm not a whimsical person in the sure. least. And so I need that balance. But Bob Goff... Bob Goff scoffs at serious people <laughs> like he doesn't need that balance and like people who are there to balance him out are actually just people get in the way of his good time and, and and getting in the way of people's you know religious you know our relationship with God should be whimsy to a certain extent yeah God is uh, a God uh, you know of, of love and there's a lightheartedness there and there's also a serious and gravity there mm -hmm. that he seemed to want to pitch as a negative version of Christianity that we need to get rid of. And so I just did not like the way he presented the Christian faith, the way he presented God. Uh, it, I, I tweeted that this was my least favorite book in a long, long time. And you've read a lot of books over the course of the last uh, last few years, at the very least, that I've seen you read. So Yeah, well, it's funny. We've been talking about on this podcast, we, we really needed one that we could hammer because we've been giving everything a six or a seven or an eight. And Yeah, we look soft so, right now. Yeah, and <laughs> so I thought I was going to love this one because of the reviews and the, the sales that it had, and no, no. So before we get to the rating, I want to ask you a question. Does he get in any way practical about how to carry out, even if it's a whimsical version of things. And, and I understand practical as far as he hopped in a plane and 
travel the world. That's not practical for me. Is there anything right. that's practical for somebody who doesn't have money like that to to maybe express and do love? Yeah, and, and I mean, those concepts are there of being uh, taking note of other people's difficulties sure. or other people's needs or or what might uh, what they just might appreciate, and, and that's a great concept. But it's such a basic concept that. We didn't need 200 pages of Bob Goff telling us how great of a person he is and how much he sure. does for everybody around him to get there. And so, you know, the the value, the good concepts that it had weren't difficult concepts, and they could have been expressed uh, so much better. All right. Well, what is the rating for this book then? <laughs> uh I, honestly, I would give it a one if not for, yes, there were some of those true concepts in there that were useful. I'm going to say two, two out, out of ten. ten. Yeah, Easily the lowest. Oh, yeah, we haven't broken the five <laughs> barrier, and so yeah, no. Bob swung for the yeah. fences there. So if you've got this book in your stack, uh, get like get rid of the stack, maybe. <laughs> Find, get a new stack of books. Or, <laughs> but definitely I mean, don't get this one. You might love it. I, I had you know uh, I, people talk to me who loved it and didn't understand why I didn't like it. Um you know, some people just really think it's the, the greatest book and it's needed in this day and age. Maybe it's just my personality clashing with his, but, you know, if it's on your stack, go ahead and read it. Like I said, it is a page turner. Uh, you might enjoy it. And uh, if, if you read it and you really like it, tweet me, Facebook me, you know, comment on, on the Strong Church post or whatever. Tell me why I'm wrong. If, if you read this book, uh, tell us what you think and all the places that he mentioned. Uh, you can email us at strongchurchministries at gmail.com as well. Uh, join us in a couple weeks where, uh, let's see, what book are you doing next? Well, you're up next. Uh, that's Well, I'm, re- I'm reviewing the book Preaching uh, by Timothy Keller uh, for the next one. That'll be when we get, see, we'll be in January before we have another review. And so there mm-hmm. we go. Uh, a book on preaching. It may not be for everyone, but we know that there are a lot of uh, a lot of ministers who read this book or who listen to this. And so uh, a book on preaching and how to do that better. And uh, we'll see what I thought of the book Preaching uh, by Timothy Keller on the next episode. Happy reading. Too Many Books is a strongchurch.org podcast and is available on Apple, Google, or anywhere else that you get your podcasts. Be sure to visit strongchurch.org for more resources like this one designed to help strengthen your Christian walk. Thank you.